Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome into this Quotable Monday. Today I'm going to feature a quote by Mark Twain, the pen name of Samuel Clemens, the American author. He fancied himself a satirist, a humorist, and an armchair or rocking chair philosopher. Mark Twain said this, The fear of death follows from a fear of life. A man who lives fully is prepared to die at any time. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm a Star Trek fan, and I've watched all the different Star Trek franchises right from the beginning. But one of my favorite characters is the character Worf, who is a Klingon warrior. Now, the Klingons are a warrior race. He would constantly say, or frequently say, is more appropriate, frequently say, today is a good day to die. Now, in attempting to track this quote down, there's many sources attributed. But I think the most accurate one comes down to the Sioux battle cry. It's actually an English interpretation of the Sioux battle cry, Nakanula Wang, which means, I'm ready for whatever comes. It was meant to show that the warriors were not afraid of battle or dying in it. But many indigenous tribes had some variation of this sentiment. An Ottawa woman said it this way, We indigenous have an expression, today is a good day to die. It means that we should be ready to die on any given day. We should always be prepared to die and have no regrets. That's why it's important to begin each day fresh, not let past problems or present distractions cloud how we are to live. The author and speaker Wayne Dyer often said this, Don't die with your music still in you. The idea to live your life fully, to live with no regrets, to live full out, to feel the verb and pulse of life. And here I'll share again the quote from Helen Keller. Life is a daring adventure or nothing. And so, if you are to live a life with no regrets, you need to develop a working relationship with fear. And when I say a working relationship, most people experience fear and they stop, they pull back, they hesitate. A working relationship is feeling the fear and doing it anyways. Fear, on a basic level, is communication. It's communication from your animal self, communicating with your conscious mind, saying, we haven't done this before, this is new, it might be dangerous, but I'm not sure. Proceed with caution. And so that working relationship is recognizing that this is new to be prepared to enter the arena with your courage intact. Courage is a slap in the face of fear. In fact, courage is not even possible without fear. So this working relationship with fear of pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone is part of living a life of no regrets. It's part of living a life full out. Now, when I used to teach the firewalk on a regular basis... When I'd lead people across burning hot coals, occasionally I would get someone in the group, typically a man, that would say, I'm not afraid. And I would say, well, you should be, because these coals are hot. They could burn you. 
and they could burn you seriously. You have to be in the right mindset, the right state. And, you know, I've walked nearly 600 times, and every now and then, I would take the fire for granted. I would say, you know, to myself, I've done this so many times, and I wouldn't necessarily prepare in the way that was required. I didn't prepare respecting the fire. I didn't have that certain amount of fear, that excitement to move me forward. And so, what would the fire do? It would kind of reach up and zing me one with a little burn on my foot. And then I would say, oh, of course. You see, I wasn't maintaining that healthy relationship, the honoring of the journey, honoring the quest of moving across the coals. And so, when you embrace fear, when you have that fear there... I think you need to honor it as a signal that you are about to do something amazing. You are about to embark on a journey that will take you beyond the edges of your comfort zone. And in the process of doing that, you will redefine your self-concept. Because whenever we move or move towards the edges of our our self-concept, what we currently believe we can do, we will experience fear there will be a certain amount of uncomfortableness that's there. But if you want to embrace a life of no regrets, you need to have that working relationship with fear. Now, I guess I should add one caveat there. Fear is necessary to keep you safe. Now, you need to actually analyze that or reflect on it, use that witness consciousness to reflect on the fear and ask, is this really dangerous or is it just a perception of danger? Imagine the worst case scenario. And if that worst case scenario occurs, like if the worst thing that you can imagine happens, could you handle it? Could you survive it? Could you move past it? You might not like it, to be sure, but could you, would you survive? Could you move past it? Could you begin again? Now, one of the activities that I've engaged in over the years is whitewater rafting. That always struck a certain amount of fear in me because I had a healthy respect for that roaring river. And I would typically go to West Virginia and raft the the New River and the Gauley River. Both of them are Class 5 rapids, Class 5 plus. Now, consider that Class 6 rapids are unnavigable. No sane person would take a raft or a kayak down that river. So five and five plus is kind of like on the edge of the danger zone. But man, was it exciting. Now, the first two times I went rafting, I had a big fear. And that was to become a swimmer. That is to get thrown out of the raft and then you're floating down the river. And that's where the danger really existed. You could get caught on a rock, your foot could get snagged and you would be pulled under, or you could be pushed in an undercut underneath a bigger rock and stuck there and they'd have to wait until the water levels lower until they could find you. And so I did not want to become a swimmer. And besides, the water was cold. I didn't want to do that. And so I did whatever it took to stay in that raft. Well, the third time I went rafting, I went with my nephew, Curtis, We went and navigated the Gauley River, which, according to many professional rafters, is among the top five rivers to navigate in the world. Well, on this particular trip, the rafting guide was attempting to bounce the nose of the raft off a rock and kind of spin us around. But it didn't work out the way he was intending. 
So when he hit the rock, the nose actually bounced up on top of the rock and became stationary. And with the river running underneath it, flipped us over. And I was right in the middle of this recirculating hydraulic, which essentially the water flows down and then comes back on top of itself like a washing machine. And so I, my body was being bounced up and down in a circular motion on the bottom of the river. Well, I remembered my training and I curled up like a ball, and I shot out like a cannon. And of course, we have life jackets on, for safety's sake, and then I remembered my training even still. We got a pre-talk before every rafting trip. I floated on my back, and I lifted my feet, because you don't want your feet to get caught on rocks on the bottom. And so I lifted my feet up, and I rode the rapids out until I arrived at a calmer spot in the river. Now, while it was scary... Being in that recirculating hydraulic was exciting. It actually made me feel vibrantly alive. And that experience was worth becoming a swimmer. It was much better than living in fear those first two trips while I was floating down the river, navigating the rapids. Once I became a swimmer, I didn't fear it at all. And I don't know if this is law of attraction, but the next trip I was dumped in the river again, becoming a swimmer, when I was rafting in Central America, I was dumped. And while that might seem like something's going wrong in that scenario, like there's a theme going on here, what was actually happening in my reflection, I was getting an education. In each of those instances where I left the raft, where I became a swimmer, I began recognizing the pattern in the waves. I was recognizing the flow of the river and recognizing potential hazards. And I would not have that education had I not left the raft. And so what was once a fear was actually holding me back from really experiencing, really being immersed, no pun intended, immersed in the experience. So my friend... If you've been wanting to write the book, begin today. I've started mine. You can start yours. Live with no regrets. If you've been hanging back telling someone that you love them, call them, text them, tell them that you love them with no expectation of a response. If you've been holding back being yourself, being 100% you, holding back and not living out loud, Now's the time to live out loud. Allow your life to be the story of your self-expression, with no apologies. The fear of death follows from a fear of life. A man who lives fully is prepared to die at any time. Today is a good day to die. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. <laughs>